say there i just i don't want to repeat the same thing that you say even though i just did you can just say hi like whatever i know i feel like i need it now i need to come up with like a an intro oh god my own intro oh god <laughs> howdy y'all oh my gosh no <laughs> veto <Okay. laughs> uh yeah it would be funny though okay not maybe yeah. not that particular but just yeah maybe not that i'll work but, on it I'll yeah work on it. yeah we'll workshop it um yeah okay anyway hi everyone hi (laughs) um today (laughs) today we are going to talk about living in the gray area living in the gray area um is that like the twilight zone (laughs) no (laughs) um so what is that well, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Living in the gray okay. areas of life. Um, but before we do, we are going to try. This is a non-alcoholic seltzer. Ooh. It's called Hayo. And if you're watching, here's the can. Hayo. Um, it's got a beautiful gradient. Really pretty. Um, and the flavor we are trying is blackberry lemon. Oh, I get it. The purple to the yellow gradient. Yeah. Blackberry to lemon. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and so their like slogan or whatever on the back says the healthier way to unwind. We crafted our mindful social tonics with organic adaptogens, natural nootropics, and functional botanicals to celebrate life never wasted. Um, so yeah, it's a, a non-alcoholic alternative for a uh, a seltzer. So yeah. Oh okay. Let's give it a shot. So yeah, look at this last line right here. Hmm. So raise a can and find out what it means to be happy in your own. Happy in your own. Hence Hayo. H-I-Y-O. Happy in your own. Oh, happy in your own. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering what that meant or if it like, yeah, there was some meaning there. Yeah. Happy in your own. Hi-yo. Now we know. It's an acronym. Yeah. I don't know. Let's do it. Let's give it a shot. Cheers, Miamor. Cheers to you. Ooh. That's good. Oh, I like this. That's really good. Mm. Okay. The flavor is really nice. Is there any sugar in this? Okay, yeah, so there's five grams of sugar. So there's some. 25 yeah. calories. I mean, it's still super light. Yeah, 25 Ooh. calories, four grams of added sugar, five sugars total. This is really good for that low of sugar amount and that low of calories yeah 25 25 calories in this little can or a big can it's a tall can <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a tall can for anyone 
that's wondering, 12 fluid ounces. So, like, you know, it's a it's a non-alcoholic seltzer, like, like if you drink Trulies or, or um, White Claws or, you know, whatever else. This is, like, the alternative. Hi, Cosmo. For anyone who's watching, uh, that's <laughs> Cosmo. Hi. Okay. He's trying to make his debut. I know. He's like, pay attention to me. <laughs> um, oh, but this is really good. So the flavor, it's like very much, the okay, the blackberry flavor tastes very natural to me. The lemon part is kind of where I get a little bit of the, um, it, like, oh, oh like, the, the, like I can taste like aspartame, that. Like thick well, sweetness? I don't know. It's not fake sweetness. Okay. I can just tell that like, oh, yeah, this has been sweetened. Oh, okay, I see. A little bit in that, like, lemon flavor. But it's not bad. It's not, like, syrupy. It does, it's not, not at all. It's very light and very refreshing. Yeah, it's very smooth. I, I think the flavor is great. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's, like, perfectly split, like, half and half between blackberry and lemon. Yeah. The blackberry comes in initially and then has, like, a smooth lemon finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a really well-done drink. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I really like this. This is up there with the uh, recessed strawberry for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, let's see. So this has ashwagandha, L-theanine, uh, cordyceps mushroom extract. So maybe not actual. Let's see. Ginger extract, turmeric extract, lion's mane mushroom extract. So yeah, it's wow. got a... There's a lot in this. Yeah. Oh, and erythritol. I don't know what that one is, but I think it's maybe another, like, adaptogen kind of things. Um, yeah, so this is really good. Um, the only, okay, the only thing that I wish this had was more bubbles. Yeah, if it was, yeah, because it is, oh, yeah, it does say sparkling. Yeah, it's not really carbonated. Yeah, it really, it doesn't taste like it's super bubbly. It doesn't taste super carbonated. Um, So maybe if you're like one of those people that likes high noons because there's no bubbles, then even though this says sparkling, I don't really, I'm like, where where are all the bubbles? Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's very, yeah, very light on the carbonation. Yeah, very, very light. I mean, it, it's definitely still carbonated, but it's pretty light. Like, less than, like, a soda or a normal sparkling water. Yeah, Much way less, less. Way less than, than any of those. I'd say for me, with, like, the flavor is so good. It tastes natural. It doesn't oh, yeah. taste fake at all. Mm-hmm. And with, uh, like, all these, like, <clears throat> what do they call them? Just, like... Adaptogens. The adaptogens, the mm, functional the ingredients. Other six percent juice, yeah. Just with like yeah. all the you know the additional enhancers, mm-hmm. I'd have to give it an eight at least, possibly even a nine. So what? No, I don't think it's better than the recess drink, the recess strawberry. It's not better mm, than that one. Oh, I don't know. It's it's on par <clears throat> for me. It's on par, if not a little bit better. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, we're each entitled to our own opinions. We are each entitled to our <laughs> own opinions. I really like this. But I like bubbles. I like the bubbly drinks, so You're going to knock it for the bubbles? You're going to knock it that hard? Well, so I don't think it's on par with the strawberry recess drink, no. What if there were bubbles? 
If there were bubbles, then yeah, it would be. Oh, okay. Wow. So the bubbles is the deciding factor for you. Well, the bubbles is a big deal for me. Okay. I like the bubbly drinks. All right. Yeah, you're, I'm you're like, more bring into on the bubbles. the bubbles. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Fair. No, but I mean, this is still great. So if if we bumped up, okay, because in the last episode we bumped up the the strawberry um, uh, recess drink, we bumped yeah. it up to an eight. Yeah. So if that's an eight, then this is a seven. So it's just under the recess drink. Okay. I'm sticking with my eight. That's fair. On par. Okay. On par with, and for me, it's just under. But I mean, still, I think anything that's like a seven or higher is like, you know, really, really good. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really, really liking this. Yeah, I would definitely buy this again. Mm -hmm. They have two other flavors, too, at the uh, Mm -hmm. store we bought this from, so I'm excited to try those. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and it's just so refreshing, and yeah, ugh, I am mm, okay. Really loving this. <laughs> okay, um, <clears throat> but yeah, let's let's get into the episode. So yeah, what do I mean when I say like living life in the gray area? I think that a lot of times, as we start to get older and as we start to really look at our own beliefs and where have they come from and why do we believe what we believe, um, we start to realize, right, that not everything in life is black and white. Nothing in life is black and white, you know? Um, Except for black and white. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, I'll stop it with the... Oh, my God. <laughs> Stupid side comments. <laughs> uh, if you are watching this, um, yeah, that look that I gave Mike is, like, pretty typical of any time. He makes those kinds of stupid jokes all the time. And I just... Mm. Yeah. Well, he still doesn't understand that I feed off those looks. I know. No, I do understand Well, it. she does, but she, you know... <laughs> It doesn't stop her from giving them. I know, because it's just like, really? Yeah. But now I say those jokes to, just to get that look. I know you do. So it's like... I know. It's, an, it's a never-ending cycle. I know. We're in this negative feedback loop. or negative. It's fun, though. Feedback loop. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's funny. Um, that's Cosmo again. Very chatty right now. Um, but okay, so... So yeah, like as we get older and we start examining like our our lives and our beliefs and where do they come from, we start to realize that like things are not so black and white. Um, and most things in life are not black and white. And so that's kind of like what I want to talk about today is like living living life in the gray area and sort of exploring the gray area. Oh my gosh, meow. Cosmo, it's okay, baby. Um, yeah, and so just like exploring, exploring the gray areas, and I think, honestly, I think if these sort of gray areas of life are talked about a little bit more and become a little bit more acceptable, then like a lot of us would be a lot happier. So that's kind of that's kind of like the theme that I want to explore. So yeah, but today. so what what specifically is this gray area though in terms of like yeah okay so polyamory and like you know what yeah what we want to talk about okay so keeping that like in mind that theme of like the gray area 
I want to talk about like cheating and monogamy and like, okay, because 50% of marriages do not work out. We all know this. We've talked about this many times. And most of the time it's from cheating. Or a lot of people have cheated before. Maybe before they got married or maybe before they got into a serious relationship. Or maybe they were in a serious relationship and they cheated and they never told and now they're married, you know? But, like, it's kind of like, so if, so cheating happens. We know it happens. It's, it's like a natural thing to be attracted to someone other than your partner. It's going to happen. Like, that's just part of being human, right? It doesn't mean you have to always act on those feelings. But at some point, and maybe many points in your life, you are going to be attracted to somebody other than your partner. So if we already know that's going to happen, then it's like, well, then why can't we, like, Talk about some of these gray areas a little bit more. I think you can still be monogamous and maybe have a little bit of that gray area, you know? Monogamish. I think there's a TV show called Monogamish or something. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Or there, there's something called Monogamish. I thought there was like, there was Blackish. Yeah. No, I think maybe there was like another. Mm-hmm. I think there is. Okay. Anyway, but still, right? But that's like a good, that's a great. That's a great term, monogamish, right? Like, here's the thing. Monogamy is great for some people. But as we've seen, it doesn't work for everybody. Polyamory is great for some people. But it doesn't work for everybody, right? And it's like, why do we have to be so black and white with those two things? Why can't there be gray area? And why can't that be more accepted of like, yeah, maybe you're like in a monogamous committed relationship, but you still have some exceptions to that rule and you're clear about them and you've defined those exceptions for your relationship. So when they come up, it's not a surprise and it's not a shock and nobody is hurt by it. Right? Like why? So it's not like you don't have to be like go from monogamy to polyamory. But, like, why can't, why can't there be some gray area? And I think there should be. Like, we, I know, like, human beings love to be able to put everybody in, like, a nice, neat little box. I want to put you in this box and label you monogamous because I can then understand you. Or I'm going to put you in the polyamory box and label it polyamory and now I understand you. But, like, not everybody fits into those boxes because not everything is black and white. And so why... Why can't there be gray area? And so that's what I want to talk about is the gray area. Yeah, I think it's, well, I think, you know, for every couple and every relationship, they have to decide between themselves, you know, what, what they want. Yeah. What do they think is right for them? Like, do they want to keep it black and white, like strictly monogamous or strictly polyamorous or, Mm -hmm. you know, do they want to have, be like monogamous with like, you know, like a hall pass like yeah. we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Or do you want to be swingers, like, mm-hmm. or, I don't know, monogamous, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess a whole pass is, I mean, you can define that in, like, many ways, like, oh, once a year, or, like, yeah. every now and then kind of thing. Yeah. 
But it all depends on the couple. Exactly. But, like, that's what I want to talk about because I think a lot of people, they're like, okay, well, they're monogamous, like, by default, right? Because that's what's, like, socially acceptable. That's what we have all learned is, like, the right relationship model, you know, is monogamy, right? So most people are monogamous because, like, that's all they know and that's all that's been taught to them. And then they hear about polyamory or, you know, people talk about polyamory and they're like, whoa, that's way too much. But maybe monogamy isn't quite working for them. You know, it's like, okay, they're monogamous because that's what they're told, but that's really hard and it's not quite working for them. But polyamory is just like, whoa, that is like way too much. And there's not really much in between. And so, like, that's what I want to talk about is, like, well, well, then why don't we, why don't we talk about that in between? Why don't we create that in between? Why don't, why can't we normalize something in between monogamy and polyamory? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like that's. I guess, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess monogamy and polyamory, just, you know, if we're just comparing, like, those two as, as, like, kind of the two extremes or, like, the opposites. Like, yeah, I mean, there are some in-betweens. It, it depends. Like, maybe some people are monogamous at some point in their relationship and then become poly- or want to be polyamorous and they just kind of alternate back and forth. Or, like, as we said before, there's, like, monogamy with the hall pass or, mm-hmm. you know, some form of that. Okay, but see, so I guess that's kind of what I want to talk about is, like, the hall pass thing. Let's dig into that a little bit because I think, so I feel like the most common, like, hall pass is people, is almost like a joke. People joke about, like, oh, yeah, right, we're, we're monogamous, but we have a hall pass for, like, certain, like, actors or celebrities. Oh, yeah. Right? But that's almost like a joke because it's, like, how likely is it that that's actually going to happen? So I think people joke about that because they don't think that would ever actually happen. Right? Yeah, and it's just, I guess it's also probably what they've commonly heard before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is only giving an exception for like a celebrity or like a rare occurrence. Yeah. Kind of thing. But, but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not serious. It's not, you know, that's not part of your everyday existence yeah or at least your like normal existence yeah but it's like so so if that were to actually happen right if I had a hall pass for I don't know some actor and and I met them you know and we were in a monogamous relationship would it actually be okay or or is that just a joke and people say it's okay because they don't actually believe it would ever happen and if it did happen, they would be hurt by it. <laughs> I think that's so hard to tell. I think it would just depend on who it was. Yeah. But it's like, so, I don't know. So, like, okay, but then some people really do have, like, hall pass rules. And it's like, yeah, maybe once a year you're allowed to, like, go have a fling. And But I feel like a lot of times if that is the case, then people are like, oh, but I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know who it's with. 
And, like, yes, you can go do it, but I don't want to know anything about it. Yeah, it's very short term. It's typically just sex. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's no... Ideally, there's no relationship involved. Yeah. Like, no, like, real emotional connection. Yeah. It's just purely for, like, oh, like, I want to have this fling. Yeah. Like, have this thrill and, like, kind of get it out of my system. Yeah. But see... That's the other thing. A lot of people are like, well, yeah, like, just get it out of your system. But, like, but that has such, like, a negative, I don't know, connotation to me. Like, oh, just, like, get it out and be done with it. But, like, no. Why? But it, like. I also don't think it works like that. I don't think you just get it out of your no, system. No, you don't. And it, it also shouldn't away. be that way. It, it should be, like, no, go and have this experience. Yeah. Go and have this experience and enjoy it. Because getting it out of your system, to me, that also seems like there's, like, a level of, like, shame and guilt attached to it. You know? Because it's like, oh, I just have to, like, uh, get do this, get it out of my system and be done with it. And, like, because it's, like, because it's not, it's not a good thing, but I'm just going to do it to get it over with and then I'll be okay. Yeah. You know? There's, like, there's shame and guilt attached to that. So that's not really, like, a good thing. Yeah. And I think same with, like, the, the like, oh, once a year hall pass, but I don't want to know about it. It's because there's, like, shame and guilt and jealousy tied to that. So none of that is, like, positive. It should be, it, it should be a positive experience. Instead of, yeah, go and get this out of your system, it should be, yes, go and have this experience and enjoy it and then move on from it. You yeah. know? I mean, maybe some people, maybe it does work like that for some people and some couples. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I don't know any couple that that does that. So I can't really speak from personal experience. Yeah. But I think it's just kind of a way to, like, have a little taste of polyamory almost, you know? Yeah. But, like... But you don't want to, like, fully commit to it, so... <clears throat> yeah. I get it. And, like, there's also, like, you know, when we first started doing this it's not like your your feelings of like jealousy and like insecurity when your significant other starts dating or has seen someone else like those don't instantly go away so yeah i get it like they don't want to like have to deal with those emotions but they also want like themselves and or their partner to like kind of feel like they're not restricted in a way yeah so yeah they're like you know kind of like putting their foot into like the gray area <laughs> <laughs> dipping a toe yeah. into the pool yeah but not like gray. but not fully swimming in it because <laughs> yeah i mean with with polyamory yeah. like you know let's say that's like i guess we're gonna we're kind of saying that's somewhat the gray area right well it's, like what it's like i guess that would be like the deep end of the pool yeah you know to me the gray area is just like it's <clears throat> it's just anything like, in between it's just not certain yeah yeah. It doesn't have, like, a a perfect label to it, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, and so it's, like, I don't know. Or I feel like, like, imagine if, you know, like, close your eyes, dear listener. <laughs> imagine you meet somebody. You're You're single. And you meet somebody. And they're great. And you want to have a relationship with them. And, you know, you talk about all those kinds of, like, what do you want out of life? Oh, 
like this is kind of my goal for career and this is how many kids I want or I don't want any kids or like right like you have all these these kinds of conversations because you want to make sure that you you want the same things out of life you know to be great life partners and what if also you talked about okay yes we want to be mainly monogamous but also there are exceptions to the rule there's gray area and what if we defined that gray area up front so that way then when these things inevitably do happen there's no guilt around it yeah i think some people might just be afraid of like scaring off the person they're they're dating potentially with bringing up this like uncommon or like you know somewhat somewhat out there like gray area idea okay yes but also if you are wanting to be in a relationship where there is some nice gray area then you probably don't want to be with that person anyway right well i just i just think that like in the beginning maybe it just doesn't quite start there for some people or for a lot of people but that's why i'm saying imagine if it did because you're right it doesn't it doesn't usually happen that way but imagine if it did imagine if when you started a relationship you didn't just assume it was going to be monogamous what if you talk about those different things of like oh okay but what happens if we get into a relationship and then one of us meets somebody else that we are really attracted to or that we find really just like magnetic yeah. and you talk about those things up front yeah i mean you i think you just have to be aware of them yeah like we weren't aware of that no we when, weren't when we started dating of course so yeah i think that's what i'm, that's what I'm trying to say though it's like usually it just develops to that point where it's like oh i kind of do want more or i want something outside of this relationship and then you kind of start exploring the idea from there because, like, sometimes you just, you, just, you just don't know exactly what you want. Well, exactly. In that moment. Sometimes you <laughs> don't know exactly what you want. And that's why if you have this conversation up front, then it leaves it, it leaves it open. Because you're right. You don't always know exactly what you want. Yeah. So then why, why commit to something and then be like, ah, oh, shit, maybe I do want some of these other things. When instead, you can do the opposite. You can commit to this thing, but also know that there are that there are other like rules and guidelines that you can abide by that are still going to be ethical right so that's what i'm saying exactly we don't always know what we want and so why why can't you know it's like so it's it's talking about those gray areas and those things of like oh okay well so what if you do meet someone that you're like really attracted to are you allowed to are you allowed to sleep with them? Are you allowed to like flirt with them? You know, uh, like what what are those rules? Because or is it like no, strictly no. Like it, we are monogamous and that is it. But like I just think like you don't have to say like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to be polyamorous." or just monogamous there there's there is that whole in between and we should be able to have those kinds of conversations and if we're more open to it then when that does happen where you're out and you meet somebody then it's like 
you have that that freedom or you you've had these conversations and because a big part of it is like there just isn't any communication we all go into relationships like expecting that it's going to be monogamous and then we feel guilty when we meet somebody that we're really attracted to or that we're just really magnetized towards and when it doesn't need to be that way like do you see what i'm saying like uh, like yeah i mean yeah kind of i just think i think the gray area is more of actually just venturing more into polyamory like the more we talk about it like it's to me it's like it's more of like a gradient. It's not really I guess ultimately like the Yeah, I, I the gray area is like is polyamory to me. There's like more uncertainty there. Well no, it's because, so much like because black polyamory and white. means you want to have multiple relationships. Yeah. Not everybody wants that. Yeah. But they do maybe want to be able to explore a connection with somebody, but maybe not have two relationships happening at the same time okay like long-term relationships right so okay so really okay so you're saying the the gray area is like monogamy plus like a hall pass or plus like something else some other yeah open agreement you have with your partner yeah like potentially seeing or dating or yeah even just having sex like somewhat somewhat of like an open marriage Okay, yes and no, but it's not like, it's not an open marriage, right? It's not just like, oh, you can go. But that's a form go. of it. I, I mean, yes, that, that is an option, right? Like, yeah, if you have an open marriage, then that means you can have sex with whoever you want, whenever you want, right? But it's like, I'm just saying, like, there's, there's so many, there are so many other ways of being in relationship with someone than strictly monogamy and polyamory. And, and I think they are all worth exploring and talking about. And so, right, like one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is to normalize polyamory and non-monogamy. And that's why we're having this conversation. There's more than just monogamy and polyamory. There's so much in between and it needs to be talked about and explored because if that were to be more normalized, I think a lot of people would be a lot happier because I've heard a lot of people say, you know, monogamy isn't quite working for me, but polyamory is definitely not something I want. I don't want to have multiple relationships. Yeah, it's like too extreme. For yeah, them. it's like too extreme. Yeah. And so they're like, well, I guess I'm stuck being monogamous because I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know? I see. Now, yeah. And so I think like being able to have these conversations is like a great, a great thing. It's like you, you don't have to pick one or the other. You don't, it doesn't have to be black and white, right? Like we can make our relationships whatever we want them to be. They don't have to fit into these boxes. But it all starts with like being able to talk to your partner about what it is that you really want and exploring like, oh, okay, so what, what would feel good to us? Maybe it is just having having like one weekend where you go and you have sex with somebody and that's it and you have your like little fling and then you come back. You know, like once a year or whatever. Or maybe it is like, you know, when, when you meet somebody and, you know, you're just really attracted to them. Maybe it's like, yeah, you're allowed to flirt with them. Yeah, maybe you're allowed to get their number and like text with them a little bit. But then that's it. You know? Because sometimes, 
I, honestly, sometimes just being able to flirt, openly flirt with somebody is really all people want, you know? And it gives you that boost of like confidence, that boost of self-esteem, but you don't need to actually sleep with that person. And so like, maybe it's just that. It's like, yeah, yeah. If you meet somebody and you want to flirt with them, you do that. You flirt your little butt off, <laughs> you know, have yeah. fun, but then come home to me. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe it's just that. Yeah. You so, know? Yeah, I think the big thing is, like, each couple has to decide in the beginning what it is they want. Yeah. But then, at some point, one spouse may bring up, like, oh, I want to, like, explore a little bit more. Like, I want to do things a little bit differently than just monogamy. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess, it's it's a learning about all the different variations or, like, you yeah. know, monogamy monogamish or like monogamy plus whatever you want to call it like, <laughs> monogamy plus <laughs> yeah like all the, all the little variations i like that that sounds like, very, like you know it's like disney plus oh, monogamy yeah. plus monogamy plus yeah plus a little extra plus you know, a little it's, extra. it's a little like yeah tweak or variation on i it. like that monogamy <laughs> plus <laughs> yeah so then it's like learning about like oh like what you know what else is is out there like yeah you know what have other people done in the past like it's kind of like going through like the pros and cons of each of those ideas and like yeah. weighing them. Like what what do you want? Like what feels most comfortable to you? And yeah, exploring that with your partner. Yeah, and also knowing that like even if you have these conversations, they can always change. You know, you can be like, yeah, sure, maybe we have one rule, and then after we've tried it and experimented with it, maybe we're like, oh, that rule doesn't really work. We're gonna change it to something else. You know, it's like. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it, it's just, there's, there's so many options. And I think we all get so stuck on, there's one, there's only like one way to do it, black and white. And like, there's not, we can, we don't have to like pick a label. So, yeah. It's just, I think it's just easier for a lot of people. You know, it's common, it's well known, it's like accepted it's easier, right? Like, you don't have to, like, think of, like, you kind of don't have to think about all the nuances and, I don't know, like, all the details. So I think that's why, like... But also, like, a lot of people don't Some people share... may just choose that. Well, but a lot of people aren't sharing this information with anybody outside of their relationship. Yeah, you know? so it's, it's a lack of, like, awareness so, about it. About, like, these different, like, monogamy plus, like, relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's like, well, if you're not telling people outside of your relationship, then you don't really need to put a label on it. As long as, you know, you and your partner understand, you know, the rules and the boundaries, then. Yeah. There doesn't need to be a label. Yeah. I mean, or you can just pick and choose from like, you know, different ideas from like different labeled Mm -hmm. relationship styles that work for you. We're just going to make the gray area, all of it. It's just called monogamy plus. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, are you monogamous no we're monogamous plus <laughs> what's the plus oh you know <laughs> plus a little extra <laughs> yeah I mean yeah it's like and you get to define whatever that plus is it really is customizing like what it is you want yeah yeah but so that's the key though that's I, what's so hard for yeah. like for a lot of people like that's been hard for me in my life and I think it's hard for everybody like figuring out what is it that you truly want and, like, that Mm -hmm. truly makes you happy. Yeah. Like, it sounds easy on the surface, but there's a lot to it. Yeah. 
Yeah. But that's why I think, like, it just... Having these conversations needs to be normalized. And it... Because I think so many people would be so much happier if they talked about up front, you know, like, maybe maybe I don't want to be completely monogamous. Or even if you have been monogamous for so long and it just hasn't been working for you to be able to have this conversation with your partner but explain to them like why you know like it's it's it like always comes back to communication you just have to be able to be open and honest with your partner mm-hmm. because you're right sometimes you don't know up front that you want something other than monogamy but then after being in a monogamous relationship for a while you realize crap, maybe this isn't quite working for me. Maybe I do want something a little different. I don't want to be polyamorous, but I also don't want to be monogamous. So then what else is there? Yeah. Monogamy plus. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's <laughs> where experimenting and like trying, you know, trying new things, like venturing outside of like just the black and white. That's yeah. kind of where you like, you know, you kind of dabble and figure out what it is you do like and what you do want. Yeah, because relationships are not, you know, one size fits all. One way is works for everybody. Yeah. And so, like, and we just shouldn't be so, like, hung up on, like, the labels. And we don't, you don't have to fit into one of the perfect boxes. Make your relationship however you want it. Yeah. But just know that there's so many other options out there. Yeah. And there, there shouldn't be, like shame around wanting something other than monogamy and that and a lot of times there is yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah it just you know it's not it hasn't been normalized it's not well known or you know that I feel like a lot, like for me in particular, and a lot of people in general, like may have, <laughs> you know, there's there's religion that like teaches a lot of people things, mm-hmm. and that's not, you know, that's that wasn't my upbringing, but yeah, even just like your immediate family, your immediate relationships, plus mm-hmm. like what you see on TV, yeah, it's it's kind of it's crazy, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's like those kind of form like your social bounds and what you your your social norms, yeah. And just never having seen anything outside of monogamy in your own personal family and friend experiences growing up or any of that on TV, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so outside the norm. Yeah. And that's why we're doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> because there is, there's, there's so much more. You don't have to choose monogamy or polyamory. If neither one of those work for you, Great. Figure out what does work for you and do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. It really does just come down to the individual, though. What it is. Of course. What is it that you want, or like, if you don't know what you want, you're, you're like feeling that like that desire to I don't know, just try something new, even though you don't know what it is, or mm-hmm. you know, there's there's that pull for like something more. Yeah. Yeah, I think just experimenting and trying new things is is the way to go. Yeah, and being open and honest with your partner, if you have a partner. 
also learning, I think also just learning from other people's experiences too. Mm-hmm. Like labels are helpful for that. Like yeah. people have tried before, they've labeled it being swingers or they've labeled it, you know, yeah. having an open marriage. Yeah. So you can kind of like think about those ideas mm-hmm. and whether you, you like the idea of those or not. Maybe maybe you don't. So you're like, I'm not, I'm not going to try that. Yeah. Like let's get that out of here. Yeah. But then, yeah, then you can like kind of narrow it down or like pick and choose. and. Mm-hmm. It's like Chipotle, you know? They tell you all the different kinds of burrito bowls there are, but then you get to pick and choose, mix and match, and make your own. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, it's customizing your relationship almost. Yeah, it is. You know? Your relationship style. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, look at, take what, what you like from all the different styles, mash them together, and create your own. You know? It's just, it's whatever works for you. You know? And if there isn't a label for what you want, fine. Make your own label. Yeah. You know, like, why not? Yeah. But, yeah, to me, the key is just <clears throat> figuring out what it is you want. Yeah. Clearly, like, understanding and defining it and then just clearly communicating it to other people. Mm-hmm. And then going from there. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Is that it? Yep. Yeah. I think I'm fully lost in the gray area now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, do you, now do you get it why I was like, oh, I want to talk about like living in the gray area. Does that make sense now? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah, now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Live life in the gray area. I've got my own gray areas coming in though. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Uh, um, as always, if you have enjoyed this episode or any episode, rate our podcast, please. We would really appreciate it. Five star rating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, but seriously. I just, I want, I'd rather just have people rate what they think is fair. Well, yeah, of course. But I mean, we, we hope you think it's five stars, you know, and if you don't, let us know. Let us know why. Are, is there something we're missing? Something we haven't touched on? Something you want to hear more about? Like, let us know. Send us an email or shoot me a message on Instagram, you know, or join our community, the Polly Plus and More community, and message me on there. Like, we, we love getting feedback. Um, and it really does mean the world to us. Like, the other day, I had someone message me on Instagram and she said she was like wow thank you for your episode about dating apps um and I was like ah and she said it really helped her because she um her and her partner have been in an open relationship for like seven years and but she's never tried the dating apps and so you know she she found the episode about dating apps really helpful and the fact that she messaged me about it just you know it like it always makes me feel so good and makes us feel like good and motivated and like yes like people are listening to this and really like getting something out of it and so yeah like we want to hear from you yeah I mean that's the whole point yeah. why we're doing this exactly. share our experiences and our, our thoughts and beliefs mm-hmm. on this lifestyle we've chosen so yeah yeah I mean hopefully it can help some people out or you mm-hmm. know spark new conversation yeah yeah like it yeah, the whole point of us doing this is to, you know, help other people. And so when you, other people, message us and tell us 
that what we're doing has helped you. It's just like this wonderful, great feedback cycle. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we would love to hear from you. But exactly, if you're like, no, I don't think this is five stars, then we want to hear from you too. Why? Yeah. What else would you like to hear? What? What? Yeah. Let us know. Like we would love the yeah. feedback. What could we do better? Is something mm-hmm. too? Are we talking too much about one thing, or is there not enough conversation somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew that feedback's helpful. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is either way. Let us know your feedback. Good, bad, in between. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Yeah, the good, the bad, the gray. Yeah, the good, the bad, the gray. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <sighs> okay, well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Ciao.